0: I know. Listen, we're live on YouTube. We're gonna have a very tonight is a very special shear. Beis Hashem, it's a four-hour shear. I mean, you guys go tell your wives right now. It's a four-hour shear. My shear is probably gonna be only 45 minutes or so, but it's a four-hour shear. For all purposes, this is a four-hour shear. There, there's no, whoever joined now doesn't have to help their wives at all for, for Pesach. Um, How's the Yontaf? Everything was good? Everybody's great? Gained a couple of pounds. Bar Hashem. All right. A couple of uh, emails here. What's that? Oh, everybody got muted. We're ready to go. Goodvakh Eli Kamiansky. Eli, higher your mic because it's not so clear. All right. First of all, I just want to say that there's a, we have a major problem. We have to fix this issue. Maybe Gershon, you come over when it's legal to my house and fix the YouTube issue. The YouTube is not uploading for many hours. By the way, that looks very crooked. That YouTube. So make sure it's yes, straight. Really it looks right. completely off. Well, it looks all right. It's it's crooked. Fine, anyway, the uh, the YouTube is not uploading for, I don't know, 12 hours or so. We we It used to take like a couple of minutes after she would upload immediately and people are complaining. I don't know what the issue is. I think but, it's not an Ellie problem, it's more of a YouTube problem. It doesn't make sense that all of a sudden something like that would change for a week. They would, they would get it going. And it, every day it's the same thing. It takes at least 12 hours. Fine. They were saying because of COVID-19 there's been a really ramp-up. But that happened, the COVID-19 didn't start a week ago. This whole thing just started a week ago. So... I don't know. Yes, I don't think it's a COVID-19. issue. COVID-19. nothing to do with you. Okay. I'm going to try another phone. Maybe, we, whatever. We'll figure something out. This is from Joel Pollock. Thank you for mentioning my article. I missed the mention because I was putting my kids to bed to give my hard working wife a break and I watched this year one hour late. Terrible. This guy, uh, he's probably a rookie. There's no such thing as helping your wife. Helping your wife instead of the daf. I mean, that's why we're all here now. There's 80 people on Zoom because we don't want to help our wives. You're not supposed to help your wives. What's going on here? Unbelievable. Fine. Bezer Shem Joel, listen, a few more weeks and you'll, you'll, you'll hop the whole thing. No your volume. no your volume. I don't know what to tell this guy. Thank you for all that you do. It's wonderful to have this regular shear to guide us through the daf. Dave Hagal. You guys know Dave Hagal is. He's our good friend who came to visit us many times. Four or five times from California. He's our surfer dude from... California, Dave Hagal brought me in last year. Oh, so he's old. He's not a rookie. Wow. Okay. One day we'll remember this hard time and remember that the study of Daf Yomi carried us through. Blessings and strength to you and to all who sponsor the Daf. And then he goes on to say that he would like to sponsor. Mo'adim wa So uh, Joel Pal- Palak wrote a beautiful article. Bright Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. It's one of those. Why such a tough name. Beautiful article. Man, be a, you guys should check it out. I don't think I posted it yet. Somebody posted it. It's great stuff. Anyway, so that was him. And this one is uh, Menashe Efron. I attended your share for two weeks last May while visiting my new granddaughter in RBS. You welcomed me as a lunchman. by telling me you catered my son's wedding in Chicago 15 years ago. Since that time, I do tune in frequently, but as there are many excellent daf yoimi shiruim here in Baltimore, I prefer the, lo- the live audience. Another rookie. Ay, noya. When I feel I need to hear a given daf again or now during quarantine, your share is bookmarked as one of my top three go-to room. What is with this guy? I am. First he goes to live shiruim, then he does, he has, I'm one of his three Room. I was impressed but not surprised to see your share go from Another mistake from 20 guys to 2000. We were never 20. Baruch Hashem, we were never 20. And we're not 2000, we're 3000. But okay. Your 8 minute DAF review is on OU's prestigious DAF, Okay, yeah, I know that. Okay, Ishkoyach. This month I have reviewed all of myself's Brachas using the 8 minute DAF review. My intent is to stay two weeks behind. From listening to the reviews, I learned you have joined the Zaidi club. Yes. Admev Esrim, Ishkoyach. Wishing you, listen, it's getting, I'm getting desperate, I'm running out of emails. Two weeks behind, he's more like six months behind. I don't know. No, I think on the regular, I don't know what this guy, there's a lot of cautious here on this. This one of these emails that has a lot, a lot of cautious. Okay. Wishing you and your oil, you guys remember, Menashe Efron spent two weeks with us, he says. I I kind of recall. Wishing you and your oil, good health, long, healthy, meaningful life, success in learning, and greater symptoms. Yontif. Then you envision Menashe Ephron, Givaldi. Okay, now let's go learn some Torah. Okay, we're holding Daf Mem. Let me say that again. Daf Mem. We just started in Sekhta and We're already holding in Daf Mem. Not too bad. Only four, four months left. Unbelievable. Itmar. Top of Daf Mem, four lines down. Chamin Shucham Umeriv Shabbos. You have hot water. Those was heated up before Shabbos. Now, let's go back. I, it would be a literal shame if all this, if I made all this just for one day. So we've got to go through this again. We had yesterday that according to everybody, if you heat up water, Erev Shabbos, you're not allowed to take a bath with it. You're not allowed to be roichetz, Richitza in a bath, oser, oser, if you heat, even if you heat it up before Shabbos. This is not a problem. Now, what about a shower? Bath, also shower, we have three remachloikas. Comes out to, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that it's also paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, hot water that was heated up before Shabbos, Huchamer Shabbos, hot water, oser, right? So that's Rebbe and we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, we said he's the compromise, that's the shita. Says Rav, based on that, lemacha roichetz bem kol gufoy ever, ever. He has a trick. You could take a shower if you wash each body part by itself. Each limb, limb by limb. Shmuel says, no, that's back to this halacha of that even B'Shammah, we said, holds that if you heat up water on Yantiv, you're allowed to use it even on Yantiv itself. If you heat up the water for food, you use it for your bath, for your shower. So Shemuel says no only pun of only your face your hands and your feet so the first question and we're going to go back to this question so try to remember it for a second chamem shu chamu if our case you have hot water that was heated up before shabbos the has been pun of the following day on shabbos you'll have to wash your face your hands and your feet so what's the question here? We'll understand the question a little bit more soon. Rav says that you're allowed to wash your entire body limb by limb. Is that what it says here in this b'risa? The b'risa says you cannot wash your whole body. You cannot wash your whole body, and you can you could only wash your hands, feet, and face. If the b'risa held like Rav, the b'rishah should say you can wash any part of your body you want as long as you don't wash your whole body. That's not what the b'rishah says. The b'rishah says there are three exceptions. The face, hands, and feet. To the rav, it's a good kashon rav. So initially when you see the Gemara's Kash, I explained it a little bit stronger, but initially when you see the Gemara's Kash, this is an obvious terence. It doesn't say in the b'rishah that, that you can't do what rav says. It says in the Brisa, don't wash your entire body, but Rav doesn't say you're washing your whole body. Rav says it differently. Rav says, you're washing your whole body, aver aver, limb by limb. So perhaps that's okay in the Brisa. It says the Gemara, so That's what the Gemara wants. From, not from the Kalgufa, but from the beginning, that it says that you can only wash your hand, face and feet. The Brisa should say much stronger. If Rav is right, the Bryce should say you can wash any body part you want as long as you don't wash your whole body. Why does the Bryce limit it to three parts of your body? It seems like from the Braith, so that those are the only three parts you let her wash. Says Rav, I'll explain it to you. What the Bryce is not, the Bryce is not limiting to three body parts. The Bryce is saying any body part. You want to wash your back, wash it exactly like you wash your hands, feet and face it's a the description how to wash it it's not limiting to those three body parts by the way you see there's only like 78 people on zoom that means there are people out there that said not tonight unbelievable i don't blame them actually i i can't believe that there are so many people on zoom right now when when it's my Ma, pesach is known this is when you go and you put all the stuff back in the them and this all right Kalakavod for everybody that's on. Kalakavod for everybody that's helping the wife. It's unbelievable. All right. Toshma. Another riot. Also, we're going to go back to this riot. Why? Because pretty soon we're going to have another Rav. A of Rabbah. And the Gemara says that these questions are very good questions on Rav. Toshma. It says that. There's no heter to, to use hot water that was heated before Shabbos. Ela ponov, yodov, viraglov. So we have to say, hachanami, came ponov, viraglov. Same kasha, same answer. Right, so another other that it says only hands, feet, and face. We have to say, it doesn't literally mean hand, feet. It's not three, it's your entire body as long as you don't watch your whole body. Fine. But Shmuel is the one that says only your face, hands and feet. It says in the Brisa, literally like Shmuel. You have hot water that was heated before Shabbos. It says specifically, do not do what Rav says. Rav says it's okay to wash one body part at a time, as long as you don't wash them all together. It says in the Brisa, have Gufay. Ever, ever, you cannot wash limb by limb. And certainly, if the water is heated up on yantiv, anyways, great rayatashmu. So that's the end of that story. Now the Gemara says, wait a minute. Rabbi had of learning Rav. If you have hot water. That was heated up on Friday, on Shabbos, on a rav, called a beautiful picture of a dog is, is this halacha this right here. He's in the bath, but he leaves out one aver. He, leave, he left out one limb. you do this, according to Rabbah, in Rav, that's okay. In other words, Rabbi in Rav holds that you don't have to do limb by limb, you can wash your whole body. But you have to extend, you have to make sure that your one hand is sticking out. As long as you leave one leg, one foot, whatever, outside, that's okay. So the Gemara says, okay, now we have to go back and ask the question. So let's go back to one. The first, if I have water was heated up before Shabbos, I could only wash face, hand, and I'm just going backwards, 10 lines, if you're looking for me. You cannot wash your whole body to the Rav. Now over here, you cannot answer what we answered before that's like panav of viraglov. Panav viraglov means one limb at a time, but that's not what Rav is saying now. Rav is saying wash your whole body, just stick one limb out. That has nothing to do with panav of viraglov. So I can't answer the answer I had before. We have a bracelet that says not like Rav. You're not allowed to wash your whole body. The only body parts you're allowed to wash is your face and your hand and your foot. That's it. Certainly not your whole body extending one body part out of the bathtub. T'yuftah. Fine. So that's the end of that sugya. On Rav Yosef Abaya, Rav Yosef tells <laughs> Abaya. Now, I want to remind you the last, last Ahmed in Mrs. brachas. We had a beautiful story over there of Rabbi and Rav Yosef. They go together, those two. Rabbi and Rav Yosef. Rabbi was. What are you showing me? YouTube is no good? Is YouTube okay? It's good? Okay. Okay. So the YouTube ah, is from us, come back now, but it's frozen for a while, we can still hear you, but it's now back, you did something. So Mayor's not uh, Mayor's not watching it. It's your. What happened? What was on the screen? Something's on the screen? That's the problem. Hold on. One second. Yeah, there's a, uh, here, take this, this. Yeah, there was a message that the battery is running low and it probably froze it up, unfortunately. Yeah, take, take, make make sure you you look at it. Fine. So the question is if it didn't record that whole thing. Ay, 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 YouTube, YouTube. We gotta go away from that. All right. So, Rabbi Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef is Sinai. He knows everything. And Rav Yosef, and, and Rabbi was Oiker Harim. He was a, a lamdan. he knew how to be arm, and he said, remember that story that the rabbi was the uh, Roshiva for 20 years, and then Rav Yosef came along, and he was a Rashiva, I think it was 20, 20, 20 or 22 years, and then Rav Yosef was two, two and a half years. He pushed it off, because he knew, the stargazers told him he's only going to be a Roshiva for two and a half years, so he didn't want to die then, be a for two and a half years and die. He said, let rabbi be the Rashiva first, and then I'll be the Rashiva. But they went together. Says the Gemara, I'm just reminding that it might be important for our Sugi here. So Rav Yosef asks Abayah. Rabbah, who's Rabbah Bar Nachmeni. and you remember the other day we learned that Abayah's name was Nachmeni because of Rabbah who took care of him. Abayah was a Yossam, and he he basically grew up in Rabbah's house. So Rav Yosef is asking Abayah, how did Rabbah, his bar Barmachloikis, it's Rabbi Rav Yosef, they were both supposed to be Rosh they were both the. the, 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 the how did Rabbah act? Did Rabbah take, because Rabbah is the one that said that you could you could take a bath with hot water that was heated from Friday if you extend one Avar out in Rav. So did Rabbah take that literally? Did Rabbah take baths on Shabbos? Did he take a bath on Shabbos, extending one, one avar out? I don't know. Meaning, I guess, I, I never saw him in the bath. I don't know. I don't know how he did it. I don't know. What's, what's the question at all? Let's figure it out ourselves. It's obvious that Rab, uh, Rabbah did not take a bath and stick one aver outside of the bath. Look. Our Gemara asks two questions from the Bryces, and the Gemara says that these are very good questions on Rav, and Rav is the one that said, that Rav said, stick one aver out, and that went bye-bye with the two questions. So it's impossible that Rav took a bath with extending one aver outside of the bath. Says the Gemara, Loh didn't hear the two questions, but Rav Yosef heard the two questions. That's why I think that it's after Rabbi was Nifter, maybe. In those two and a half years that Rav Yosef was the Rashiva. I'm just throwing it out there. How's it possible Rav Yosef heard about it? Rabbi didn't hear about it. Perhaps it's in those two and a half years. Now, says the Gemara, this makes a lot of sense to us right now. Rabbi had he. Not heard a question on Rav, he would have obviously done exactly like Rav said. And that means he would take a bath on Shabbos as long as you extend one foot outside of the bathtub, one hand outside of the bathtub, and you take a bath. Why? Why? Abaya is talking about Rabbah. he calls him Mar. Everything Rabba did was exactly like Rav. By the way, we're getting to a point now where in Shabbos Daf Mem, in the last few days, we're already quoting Gemaras that we, we had already in Shas from Brachas. We had Kule Matlaniyos, right? Where everything goes just yesterday, the other day. All, all of Shas, we go with the middle Shitah, the compromise, besides Kule Matlaniyos, which was a Suga and Daf And we have Rabbi Rav Yosef. We have here also, we had this, that Rabbi always did exactly like Rav. And we had this sugya in our Mesechlin Shabbos, only 20 days ago. You could take tzitzis off of one garment and put it on another garment. It's not a bazaar for the first garment. And you could light chanukah candles. Remember the whole sugya of chanukah in Daf Khaf, Khaf Beis over there. You could take one chanukah candle and light another one and the halacha is like rib if you don't mean to make a guma like this picture the halacha is like a Shimon. that what? I'm dragging a very heavy bench and it might make a, a hole in the ground but it might not I don't want the hole, I want the bench so I'm allowed to drag it so besides these three things He's passing like Rav in everything. So when passing like Rav when it comes to a bathtub, extending his hand. He didn't hear about the tiyuftas on Rav, and therefore he's going to go like his Rebbe, Rav. So that's not a good Raya. Perhaps Rabbah does everything like Rav. Rav did everything L'chumro. But who says that when it comes to a kula, like taking a bath on Shabbos, that you extend one hand, maybe Rav was makbed on himself and not to do like Rav. So we don't have a right one way or another how Rabbah acted himself in this case of taking a bath on Shabbos with water that was heated up on erev Shabbos. You have a picture from Pirushchai. So here's the the bathtub. Here's the heat underneath. And there's two pshat Rashi. either he doesn't let the heat escape, or the pshat is he's plugging these guys up. You see the two lids over here, he puts the lids on top of the fires before Shabbos. So the embati didn't get any heat whatsoever on Shabbos. All the heat it got was from Erev Shabbos. kav of Shabbos. You have a bathhouse that was plugged up before Shabbos. So that's even the halacha that we touched upon the other day, it's called Bechdei Yasu. if you, a person performs a malacha on Shabbos, so we penalize him, we say he cannot use whatever he did, he baked a cake, he can't eat it, it depends him, other people, but Bechdei yasu the concept of you have to wait months of Shabbos for however long it takes to bake a cake. So halach over here is, since he didn't do anything on Shabbos, there's no heat created on Shabbos, he plugged whatever he had to plug, either Pshad and Rashi, therefore, once Shabbos comes, as soon as Abdullah is over, he jumps into the bath. He doesn't have to wait until it takes, whatever it takes to heat up a bathtub. of Yantif. if he did the same thing before yontav, lemachar, this is different. On of itself. You don't have to wait for Matzah Shabbos. On of itself. Nichnas Tysus points out immediately that this applies to Shabbos as well. You're allowed to go into a Shvitz that was heated up before Shabbos. Not use a bath. But over here we talking about anyant of, you're not taking a bath. You're going in Lahaziah, you're going into Shvitz. And we pointed out the other day a taisis de beramaskol that Schwitz is more of a refua, It's brios, whereas taking a bath is an shavu And I even saw today that somebody quote not quotes Tisis, but he was saying that in the where did I see it? I saw it in the 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 dirshu He says that showers are not important. It's not shavu l'chol nefesh. Some people like showers, some people don't, so it's not considered al l'chol nefesh. Like, basically, Taisviz. He got it from Taisviz, I guess. And then, listen to this. A guy heats up the Shvitz before Shabbos. He has a way to heat it up before Shabbos, before Yontif. He goes in on Yontif. And then he goes out, and he takes a shower on Yontif in the outer room. Not in the actual Merchatz room, not in the mikveh room. But in the outer room, remember we once had, I'm not going to get it now, but there was three rooms, there's an inner, outer, where you're allowed to talk Torah, that was in Masech des Brachas, I think. You could talk Torah in this room, you can't talk Torah in this, take off the tefillin, don't take off the tefillin. Maybe it was in Shabbos, I don't even remember anymore. I think it is in Shabbos. Anyway, so, but the outer room, not with the bath, so nobody's going to think you that you took now a shower on Shabbos, a bath on Shabbos, but a shower you're allowed to. Omar Aviudo. Ah! He's talking about B'n And it's the same. No, don't talk about B'n Time out. He's saying time out. <laughs> oh, he wants to sing a song. I know what he wants. Dove Feinberg wants to sing a song about Maïsab ibn It's too late. It's not Pesach anymore. Anyways, we said that God though. Maïsab ibn It's the same. Tell me from that story in Bnei Brak. By the way, when I was a kid, I lived in Bnei Brak for three years. I moved from Brooklyn, I lived in Flapush, to Bnei Brak. And, and one of the things, my father was very makben on mikveh. I mentioned we built a mikvah in our house when so we moved back to America. Yeah, wait, you're not looking at the chat. We're all trying to ask the same thing. Yeah, what? Well, you're there are two chachamim Rashi, yeah. and you only claim one of them. You want to understand what the other side of Rashi would be, part we- of the heat. What yes. I I explain both How no do the cover. I explain. why I explain both. Here's Pkak Pkak. He's trapping the heat of the room in the room, and over here Pkak Pkak. These are the, the, the here you see right over here. These are the two lids, and they cover these two fires. This is a fire underneath. He's just making sure that the fire doesn't emit any heat during Shabbos. But he's not right. trapping the heat. Over here he's trapping heat versus, what? The second child he the first one with the windows on top, how does that work that, as far as the heat, as far as why it's okay? Because he didn't increase heat. He didn't increase heat. The heat was there before Shabbos. He just trapped it in the room. It doesn't increase heat. He's just trapping the heat, whatever was there before Shabbos. Yeah? David, question for you. Since you're not, uh, well, you're muted already. How many days did you miss, daf since Brachas? I wanna say zero. Am I right? And there, were, there was one time that I missed, uh, two times that I missed them was the Shabbos, and I watched it an hour later when I got home. Uh, okay, fine. Very good. I'm very proud of you. Oh, Seriously. Halavai, everybody should be so midactic. That's very chashev. That's because we're, we're over 100 days in. Okay, so you, you you made at least 100 days. That's the point. Okay, very nice. Beautiful. And you're a new guy. You're from Brachas. It's, it's unbelievable. You should be be all the way to our cruise. Very good. Now, So I was saying that when I lived in Bnei Brak, my father used to take me to the mikvah on Friday, but there's a special mikvah and it's there till this very day. It's called the Chavetz Chaim Mikvah. It's many, many rooms, private mikvahs. Each person could just go into a private mikvah, and I don't think that's the one that they're talking about, but just remind me. This is, what? No, you can't go with the father. But we had, a, we had a little shtick. We were able to, like, he went in, I went in. We got permission. It was private. And then as a Gronik, my father always went every day. Even on Shabbos, he'd go to the Mikvah. Not uh, be careful with tzchita, the whole thing. But that's why we built the Mikvah in our house. Because he's a Gronik. Not because he's Hasidic, She's Gronik. Believe it, the Hasidim, and the Groniks, they do a lot of stuff the same. Omar, Rav Yehuda, ma'isa b'merchatz, shal b'nei brak. They put these lids on, either over the fire or by the windows, whatever it is. So on Yantif, they went in and they took a schwitz. They did the steam room. So they did exactly what the Bryce says that after you go to the steam room, you take a nice shower. Where? Not in that room. You have to show, make a heker, you do it in the other room. So now we have a little machloikas. Does the actual pit, all the hot water, does it have to be covered or not? So they said, yeah. The water that they had was in another vessel, so nobody should be choshish that it heated up from the main mikveh everything, the hot water, the pit was covered with wood. The bottom line is one of the greatest people that ever lived, Ribe Kiva, took a nice uh, schwitz, what is it called in English? Again, I said the word before. A sauna. A sauna like a sauna on yontif, and he took a shower in the other room fine, says the Gemara, but wait a minute, when the when the, Bali, the Avera started increasing, they started saying no, no more Shvitz, no more this, and the Gemara explains, in the cities they had these beautiful mikvahs, like uh, I don't know if you ever went to bet, you know, you have three pits, one is super hot, and you have the medium, and the, the not so, and it's beautiful stuff going on over there, so, if you go to the, the, the real cities, so you could walk, let's say it's a shortcut, you could walk through the, the, the on on Yontem, nobody's going to be nobody's going to say, oh, you took a shower. You took a, a bath over there. I think we're going to talk a little bit about it soon. What does it mean these people are everybody did the right thing they heated up the water before Shabbos and they bathed themselves these mikvah guys the guys in charge of the mikvah they still use that word in Hebrew today the they started heating the water up on Shabbos so the Rashba brings the Yushami and says, what do you mean, what, the, 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 the Mechal Shabbos? It doesn't make sense. How does a guy go from being in charge of the Mikveh to all of a sudden be Mechal Shabbos? So the, the Yushami says, it's not what happened. They, they just increased the, the wood and the heat before Shabbos. And that's also because Shema Yichata. It's a problem of Shema Yichata. But not mamish. oh, the guy lit a match on Shabbos. He didn't make a fire on Shabbos. That's how the Yishami learns. But they still Shkotsin. Why? Because Chacham said, don't do it. And they did it anyways, and they lied. They said, oh, Erev Shabbos. Asru is a Chamin. So then they said, it's also to take a hot, a hot bath. And they said that a Shvitz is motor. But people didn't care. They didn't listen to Chachamim. And he kept on taking baths. When they were caught, like these guys, I saw a guy, I was in the middle of David, he shouldn't have been looking, I should have been looking at my Siddur. I see a guy running with his kids, running like 100 miles an hour, as if he just stole something. And sure enough, I see the cops behind him and he goes into the, he's running away. So people, you know, the the cops come, What, what are you doing? I'm going to buy food, but it's yontes. The stores are closed today. Oh, I mean, I, whatever. So he says, they catch him. What are you doing? I'm taking Schwitz. I'm not. I'm not in the bath. I'm. I'm just schwitzing here. I'm in the sauna. So the, these guys were, were They said, you know what? You're not allowed to shvitz. No more schwitzing, No more baths. No more anything. So all these things, these xeris that we have, is because people were. Making shtik, we have to suffer today because there's shtikmachers. So no more baths, no more shvits. So at this point, you see how it kept on going. You see there's, there's a history. It, wasn't, it didn't happen in one day. There's a history. They said, you know what? Natural hot springs are water. Okay? So you see a guy coming, beautiful, his hair, is nice, calm, his beard, everything is geschmack. What are you doing? I I was in Khamit But but Khamit is twenty-five miles away. No, yeah, yeah, I was in Khamit So that's the problem. People took advantage. They said Khamit is mutter, but they were taking real baths. And they were lying. And then it became the Khamit also became also But they said you had it take. Oh, kept on like giving a little bit. They kept on making Yisurim, but uh, you let it, you let it do cold. Nobody's listening. So they said, okay, we'll, we'll take it back a little bit. You could use Chami Tveria. But Schwitz is awesome. So the bottom line is, I don't understand this 100% because these guys in Tveria had the hot springs. Yerushalayim, we know for a fact, doesn't have hot springs. Because the Gemara says that there's no hot springs in Yerushalayim because we don't want the Euler or Gollum to come there and say, oh, it was just for the hot springs, it was worth coming here. So I know that there was no hot springs in Yerushalayim. So what about all the people that live in Yerushalayim? The Gemara is so concerned about these, these ferry people. I don't know, maybe it's like, it's just psychological. If I say 100% Asser, then I'm gonna break it. But if I tell you, look, it's not 100% Asser, if you go to Tferi, it's okay. I know you don't live there, you live uh, 100 miles away, but. I'm not making everything awesome. I'm not such a machmer. Don't uh, don't think I'm such a tzaddik. Just whatever. Chamitfer is okay. I don't know. Omarova, Hi man. The Over the If you break a Durbanan rule, shari lemikri Avariano, you're allowed to call him an avaryon. It's very interesting. Allah. you're allowed to call him an avaryon. You want him to do chuva, You want him to be scared. You don't want him to be, to be over on the rabbanons. kaitano. Look, we just learned. The, the Gemara calls him an even though it's a the So you call him an The Chaim actually talks about He brings this Gemara as a riot. So we learned that in a bathhouse, in the big city, since it's so big, you could walk through it, and you don't have to worry about it. So Rava. Dafkirachim only in the big cities of the Qarm but in the small places loy may taimo ke the zutrin no fish of life since they're small you're going to benefit from it there's a lot of heat it's as if you're walking through a asur. ossur tonarabon mischamem odom kenegedem duro every time i read this word tonarabon i'm reminded by this the great ma'isa of ibrahim Levitz. i think it's ibrahim shmulavetz He's walking by in the basement, And two bacharim that were spacing out, they're just talking shtulzim. They see Reb Ha'am walking by. So as soon as he walked, Tad Rabbanon! So he looked at them he said, uh, Rabbi say, it doesn't say Tad Rabbanon, the whole Masechot in the Dharam. And he kept on walking. Anyway, Tad Rabbanon! Tad Rabbanon! Because they were learning, uh, obviously they were learning the Dharam then, and he got them. Mishamim Adem K'negedam Midurah listen to this, a person could heat himself up by the fire, so yesterday we're learning, right, that you're, a person should not take clothing and heat it up by the fire. If he heats up clothing by the fire and then he bakes an egg on it, that's the isadaraisa of mevashal. So what if he does, instead of clothing, he does it to his own body, he, hits, he heats his body up by the fire, and then he pours water on himself. So now he just cooked the water. It's not a problem. <speaking in Hebrew> but what you're now allowed to do is the opposite. You're not allowed to take a cold shower, let's say pour cold water on yourself. <speaking in Hebrew> Why not? Why can't I take cold water, put it in my body, and then go in front of a fire and heat the, the water up? You're not going to believe this, says Rashi, because now I'm bathing in hot water. I'm not allowed to bathe in hot water. See, what's the problem? In a few minutes, we're going to learn that you're allowed to take cold water and put it in front of a flame. Make sure it's not that cold. A lot of people don't like freezing cold water that comes out of the machine. They like it room temperature. So you're allowed to take cold water, and put it right across from a flame and warm it up. You're allowed to. So why can't I take water, cold water, pour it on my body, and then heat my body up in front of a flame? What's the problem? It's the same thing. It says, Rashi, there's a new isser here. There's an isser of warming up, of using, of being reichets your body with hot water. We said, you know, not to wash your body with hot water. Now you're washing your body with hot water. Very interesting. Another interesting Allah I saw. It's, it might be Gala Did you know that you're not allowed to, it's a problem to come out of a, a river, on Shabbos, come out of a river, we, we don't go to the river anyways, we don't go swimming on Shabbos, we have a minute not to do it, it's brought down in the, the Aruch. we have a minute, but you're allowed to, really. So, a guy goes into the river, and he walks. The Shulchan says that that's carrying. All that water that's on him is carrying. And I'll walk four hours. I just thought it's very interesting. People don't pay attention. So, what about when you walk in the rain? You're carrying. So not such a problem because it's not that much, whatever, because you're wearing clothing. But Einochanami, if it got all over you, even he says even if it soaks in your body, it's not such a problem. But who'd ever think about such a thing? If you were, let's say, walking naked in the rain, it would be a problem of carrying on Shabbos. If you're just a rabbi. Here's another interesting thing. What? You have other problems besides Shabbos, yes. Here's another interesting thing. Let's say you have one of these uh, machines that makes hot, uh, hot air on Shabbos. Uh, you're in a hotel and the machine is going, like, it's just going non-stop. And you washed your hands. Now you want to use this thing. I don't know what other Yisur it could be. Here's a problem because now you just heated up the water. Is that a problem? Yes, no. Avi says it's a problem. So does his father-in-law, Dr. Epstein. Okay. Nachman says not. Okay. But who's that? Is that Ari Seltzer? I can't see your face, but it says Nachman there. Yeah, it's Ari Seltzer. Ari Seltzer says not a problem. Anyway. According to the rush, it's a problem. Hey, Ellie. Yes. What, what's the, what does he have, uh, does, does Ellie Kamiansky have a, a, like one of these not, not muted mics kind of thing? Has a special. Zoom plus over here. <laughs> Somebody just locked him uh, out. The he has protection. he has protection. He screen. He's is just right under mine so I can hit the unmute button. <laughs> Yeah, what are you saying, Ellie? I didn't hear what you said. No, the problem with heating up water is because you're changing. Uh, it's uh, like the molecular composure of the of the water. Because like freezing does the same thing, no? No, I didn't say that. I said I said the opposite. That's not the problem. The problem, Ellie, is that you're bathing yourself in hot water, and that's awesome. Not because you change the molecular composition of the water. That's what I would think, but the Rashi says that the problem is that you're bathing in hot water, you're not allowed to bathe in hot water, you're allowed to change the composition of the hot water, that's why I said, you're allowed to take a cup of freezing cold water, and put it in front of a fire, and warm it up, as long as it doesn't become really hot, that's where, that's next so you, you're allowed to change the composition, you're not allowed to bathe in hot water. So therefore the Rashi says that if you have hot, cold water on your hands, and you put it in front of those hand dryers, on, on Shabbos, you're over on Bathing your hands in hot water. Right? You're allowed to bathe your hands in hot water that was heated up before Shabbos, but not on Shabbos, and that's hot water that was heated up on Shabbos. Alright, next. <laughs> don't unmute him, I I want to get him soon when he comes back, I gotta okay, watch this if you want to see Nachman Seltzer get really mad watch what I'm going to tell him in a second somebody tell me when he's on don't unmute him, don't thank you Uh, we finish with that. So give you a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little Tula, says Rashi. I guess that means a towel in French. It's like our English, I looked a towel. I could heat up a towel on Shabbos. I don't know. I haven't seen this in a long time, but my mother, when I had a stomachache, she would give me one of these red hot bottles that you know, you fill it up with boiling water, you put it on your stomach. Ah, it felt good. Okay? I don't know. Do people still do that today? I haven't seen it in a long time. But you're allowed to take a hot towel and put it on your stomach on Shabbos. Why can't you take a kettle of hot water and put it on your stomach? Well, there's a problem of Sakana. It's it's very hot. It's a hot kettle. So that's what the Gemara says in a second, that you can't do that even on the weekday. But there's another problem. What if some of the hot water spills out onto your stomach? Now you're bathing with hot water on Shabbos. And that's a problem according to Rashi. According to Taisvas, the problem is, you might come to absorb the water in a towel. Or because it's, it's like, it's like a medicine, medicinal purposes is also... What's the big enough community between Rashi and Taisviz? According to Rashi, the problem is that you might come to bathe yourself on Shabbos. So what, ha- what about one of those plastic, those rubber bottles that you fill up with, with water? It's not going to spill on you. It's securely closed. So according to Rashi, should be okay. But according to Taisviz, if it's a refuah, it might be a problem. That's what they say. Says the Gemara, Talon Rabbanon, maybe Adam bayim, Hold on a second my boy, say, I gotta see who else is on here. Oh, these are the other guys. Hello Abrams, I haven't seen you the whole Yantif. Good evening, good evening. Liya Ulevin, Who else? Okay. The regulars, Givaldik. What happened to the Nachman Seltzer? I don't see him. Fine. So now we have a little bit of a sugya. Oh, I, Baruch Hashem, I, I was able to print this out right before, uh, right before the shir. This is uh, courtesy of Ruvein Chait. On Yontif, I went to his house, I said, listen, I need a favor. I just learned this sugya, and I need a chart, but I'm not going to be able to make the chart myself. Motzi Yantav, can you please make me the chart? I showed him where it was. There's it was a Chana, whatever, but he did it anyways. Yisrael Mayor Simon, no way, is that him? I can't. I can't see. Hold on. Oh, I'm able to. No. What did I just do? I just, I think I just unmuted Okay, fine. Here it goes. So we have here the sugya. Here's the sugya. And I have a nice chart for it. Hopefully we'll be able to put it up after the show. I didn't have time even to save it. I just printed it and ran. So this is what I was saying before. You're allowed to heat up cold water on Shabbos by placing it in front of the fire. You're not allowed to make them hot. What's hot? Yatzi Leddes. We're going to have this term, the whole Sugi and the whole Mesechta. yatsi Leddes is when your hand jumps back from it or it burns a baby's stomach. What does that mean in our terms? According to the Chazanish, it's uh, 40 degrees Celsius and 104 degrees Fahrenheit. And according to the Rosh Zaman Arbach, it's 46 degrees Celsius, 100 and 14.8 Fahrenheit, that's Yatzi lettuce. In other words, make sure that you don't heat up this water to the point that you have Yatzi lettuce. that it's so hot that if you put your hand on it you'll pull it back or as the Gemara is going to describe soon, a baby's stomach will get burned from it. Now Rashi says that it's literally, you put the water in front and make sure it doesn't heat up that amount, but it learns differently. Does other Rishonim learn? That it means it sh- will never be able to get to that heat. It's a type of heat that can never reach a yatsi ledes. Not that you are going to remove it before it achieves the yatsi ledes. It's the heat that can never get there. El b'shvil sh'tavik zin Fine. Comes Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Doymer. Mevia isha pachshel shemen umani kenegda meduro. Rabbi Yudah says the same exact thing as the Tanakama, minus one thing. He's not talking about water, he's talking about oil. So, a woman could take this oil and put it right in front of the flame, not that it should cook, in order to make it lukewarm. Wait a minute, no the only thing a woman could do is take oil, put it on her hand, and take her hand and put it in front of a flame. But you can't take the whole oil and put it in front of the flame, he says. So let's go to the chart for a second. Could you guys even see what's going on here? Not really. Okay. You have the Tanakhama we just said. Water you could put in front of a flame. As long as it doesn't get hot. Rabbi says you could put oil in front of a flame as long as it doesn't get hot. And the Arabic Shimon says, no, you can't put it in front of a flame. You can put it on your hand and put your hand in front of the flame. So, what does the Tanakhama hold when it comes to oil? The Tanakhama only talks about water. So, we have a machlaikis in the Tanakhama what he holds. According to Rabbi Rav Yosef, remember Rabbi Rav Yosef, these are the two that we said that at the end of Brachas. One is Sinai, one is like a harem, they were friends, Rosh Shivas, they both say that <clears throat> Shemen is not a problem at all according to the Tanakama. Lahatera, Shemen is nothing. Shemen, you could even heat up to Yad it's not a problem. And that's according to the Tanakama. Where Rabbi would say, Shem Yatzilath is also that we learned. And the and Gamaliel also says Shemen Lahafshir is Osir. In other words, oil, just to make it lukewarm, is Osir. That's why it says, only put it on your hand. Yes, Gershim. you hold it up straight for a second, I'll be able to capture it on YouTube. On YouTube, YouTube, okay. Got it? Okay. Yeah, go on. Shkayach. Okay, right. Reb Shem says you can only put it on your hand. In other words, Reb Shmuel says, Reb Shem says because to make something lukewarm, to make oil lukewarm, is considered cooking because a lot of people like it like that. Lukewarm is good enough for them to, to anoint their body with it. So Mela, it's Usher. Fine, what else do we have here? Rav Nachman by Yisrael, says no. According to that Tanakhama, oil is much worse than water. And there's, therefore, oil, even to warm it up a little bit, is ostler, according to the Tanakhama. So you have a big machloik, is what the Tanakhama says about oil. According to Rabbi Rav Yitzhak, it's 100% mutter. You could even boil it. And according to Rav Nachman Yisrael, you can't even make it lukewarm. Okay. And then you, we're going to have that they're saying the same thing. Rav Shimig and the Rav Nachbar are saying the exact same thing, and we're going to say, the only difference is, beautiful diagram here, if it's kilach or yad, if you did it backwards, you did it like this, is that Mutar also? Fine, let's see inside. Since the Tanakama doesn't talk about oil at all, all he says is you're to warm up cold water, what about oil? And the Gemara is going to explain beautifully how this works. Now, usually, la means, it's mutter. Over here, it means more. It means that oil is so mutter, it's more mutter than, 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 than water. That you're allowed to even heat up. Where the Tanakh says, you can only get rid of the cold, make it lukewarm... According to, to, to Rabbi Rav Yosef, the kind of holds by oil, you're allowed to heat it up completely. That Shemen, even to get rid of the cold is Oser. To make it a little lukewarm is Oser. So it's two extremes. Rabbi Rav Yosef, the Gemara explains, Afapish, let us by Motor. Even if you bring oil to, to 114 degrees, is Motor. Why? I guess the Tanakama never heard of schnitzel? Never heard of potato chips? French fries? What are you going to do with hot oil? Hot oil is nothing. It's not a way to cook, says the Tanaka. Water, you cook water. Food, you cook in water, you need hot water. But not oil. Yes, you could cook with oil. So now we're going to have machlaikis. yes, you can cook with oil, but just making it warm is not cooking. And the mandama that says that making it warm is cooking, because some people need it to wipe their hands down with oil, and they need it to be warm. So we had a similar alakha the other day when it comes to, to tuna, remember? Tuna, just hadakha is the gemar malakha There are people that all they need is a little hot water and they eat it. So in by oil also, there are people that just need a little bit of heat and it makes it perfect for them to use. That is bishul. If that's all you need, that makes it bishul. Right? Tuna fish. Tuna. Some people pour some hot water on it and it's done. That's considered cooking the rice. why? But I didn't cook it because that's all some people need is a little bit of hot water. So in here also, all I need is a little bit of warmth. That's the cooking for oil according to that man. Just making it warm. That's all I need in oil to make it What did I just skip? And now let's explain The Tanakh who said only how he was talking about hot water. What does he hold about oil? Oil. Even if it doesn't reach 40 degrees or 46 degrees. Asur. You're not allowed to warm it up. Why? There is cooking with oil. And here he says, What's considered cooking with oil? making it lukewarm. Why? Because there are people that need lukewarm oil to smear all over their body. And that's considered Bishul. And <speaking in> Rebbe <Hebrew> Yudah says, no, there is cooking, but not with, it's not lukewarm. <speaking in Hebrew> so now Reb Shimon G'am just mimics exactly what Rebbe Nachman B'Yitzchak says. Shem <speaking in Hebrew> G'am says, oil is cooking, <speaking in Hebrew> And getting to lukewarm is enough. Ah, Gamlil Shem Tanakama. so they're saying the same thing. So that's the concept in the home of the Shabbos. If I do it on the opposite side of my hand, instead of doing a malacha like this, I do it like this. So I'm doing the oil with the backside of my hand. In other words, not the natural way. Rebbe Shem says, that's mutter to use, and the Tannachama says it's also Om Rabbi Yudomer Shmuel, Echot shemen vechot mayim, yadzeh ledez boi asur. So no halacha. Halacha lamayza. Oil and water. If it reaches 40, 46 degrees, asur. You're not allowed to warm it up like that. E'yadzeh ledez boy muter. You're allowed to warm up water and make sure that it doesn't get to yadzeh ledez. Ve'echidam yadzeh boy. You want a good because what's going on? There are people that have thick skin. There are people that have thin skin. Some people have large hands, small hands. Each person is different. Look, the guy that works in the matzah bakery, he could stick his whole body into the oven for five minutes and he doesn't get burned. You ever walk, the, you walk 10 feet away from that oven, and you want to die. And these guys are sitting there all day long, and they go like this, and they touch the metal. And nothing, they take matzah out of the oven, and they put it here. All the all these women that cook, right, they don't get burned when they... The, but us men, we're sensitive. We have these sensitive hands. So how are you going to say yatsi Ledes? What does Yatzei Ledes mean? Each person is a different individual. Babies are usually the same. They have very sensitive skin. And that skin, when it burns, that's what. That's the, the degree. So, Rabbi Shalom says, it means 46 degrees. And Chazinish says 40 degrees. Or in, in English, it's 100 in Fahrenheit, it's 114 degrees to the Rav and 104 degrees Fahrenheit for, so what, it's a little bit more than what we have, what are we, we're 97 degrees, so just a few more degrees above that, is already something that you would yank your hand away. Ya'atzeh la'edas. Om Rav Yitzin B'av Dimi, David Feinberg is getting ready to sing a song, I walked into Rebbe. Rebbe was going to Beis Hamerchutz. What kind of Beis Americhetz are we talking about here? As the Gemara is going to prove soon, Rebbe was already in a generation, not in the beginning of his life, but later on, where there's already xera. But you could go to the natural hot springs. So I went. I saw him in the hot spring. I wanted to do him a favor. So I took a, a flask of oil. I wanted to du- put it into the mikvah, warm it up for him. toil be You know what? Take water out of the, of the bath. It'll be a klisheni. It'll be a second klisheni. Right? Like when you make coffee on Shabbos. You don't take directly, you don't pour from the urn directly. You take it into, you have to do a klisheni. We had yesterday, uh, two days ago. I forgot to mention. It said over there. Where was it? On Daflam and Chesam with the Beis, I think. Hmm, can't find it now. Where was it? Maybe it was even Lamet Chesam with the I remember there was a, there was a thesis there. I forgot to mention that. They're talking about klisheni um, and not klisheni. Because it says over there, you could put it, you could be mediyach, la mishana but whatever. Hopefully we'll get to it at a different time. But the concept of klisheni. So says the Gemara, Rebbe tells him, listen, don't put your flask of oil directly into the bathtub. That will be a problem of cooking on Shabbos, but take it, take water out of the bath. Into another kli, that's already klisheni. It's not going to cook. Okay. Now, if you notice, we have to pay attention to these words, because the Gemara remember these words. Toil be He gave him a whole lecture. Where was he? He was undressed in a bathtub, in the Chamei Tveria, and he's telling him halachas. He's telling him, take a klisheni. Luchari should have just told him "usser." or you should have gone, uh-uh. Okay, the Gemara is going to discuss. But it's important to remember these words. He gave instructions. Says Gemara, you learn three alaqas from this story. Rabbi said, do not warm up the oil. In other words, you could cook with oil. He holds like the mandaomai that oil is something that you use for schnitzel, for other things. Ushma klisheni, you also see from here that all you need is a cliche. You don't need a klishi, shlishi revi. Klisheni is enough to take away from the heat. Now, I think it's very important to see this toysos because a lot of us have this question in our minds. Every time we make coffee, well, what happens? So we put in a cliche. So what if it's a cliche? Why is it not cooking? It's, it's extremely hot. I'll burn my hand from it, everybody says, Right? So look at Tysus. Says Tema. What is the difference? If your hand jumps back from it, I feel It should be also even a cliche. And if your hand doesn't jump back, so what's the difference if it's the second Kli or the first Kli? If the first Kli is not hot enough, it's not yatsiles. So make coffee in a in a rejoin. Why do you need a cliche? V'ashleimah says a big issue there about klisheni. Because it's on the fire, its walls are hotter. So we don't go by the temperature of the water, we're considering the actual kli And the kli and the heat of the kli. because it's on the fire, it gives off more heat and is able to assist the water in its cooking they gave of You hear what he says? He says that a Klisheni, even if you're if it will burn a baby skin and your hand is so scared of it, it'll jump back. You're still allowed to cook with it. Why? Because it doesn't have the ability to cook because it doesn't have the hot walls. It needs the hot cup, and that it doesn't have. Okay, you start to remember in life and the third thing we learn from Rebbe's story, have bishuloi. Just warming up oil is considered cooking it because we had a machis before. What's, what's lukewarm? Is that cooking with oil? It's not cooking. According to Rebbe, that's cooking because that's he told him not to do so. Ask the Gemara how did Rebbe talk in the Basamachats? You're ladder, think. In learning everywhere, you're have to think in learning. But in merchats in a bathhouse, you're not to even thinking learning. Certainly, you shouldn't talk in learning. You shouldn't tell somebody different halachas. Maybe said it in Aramaic, in English. If you're in a, a, a dirty place or in a place like a basic if if you're just saying stam stuff." You say "buy me a pizza," so you're allowed to say in, in Lashon Kodesh, "Tikna li bivakasha pizza." You're allowed to say that in Hebrew because it's You're not saying anything special. Shal Kodesh also But if you're talking in, you're talking in learning, you're not allowed to talk in learning in English, even in the bathhouse. What's the difference? What language? It's Torah. Torah. You're not allowed to talk in bathhouse. Says, the obvious answer: He was trying to prevent them from being over of Bishul, of cooking. So he told them, don't cook. Now the chiddush is, so that was obvious, but the chiddush is that he added words. He didn't just say, also. Oh, he said, by the way, use a cliche, and if you use a cliche, it's okay. And that's enough. That's part of La shem yisur, that's, that's considered a version of a story. He says a few words, and like this he knows not to be over his There's a story with the Talmud of Ramayr. Ramayr's Talmud went, followed him to the bathhouse. Now he's a good Talmud, so he wanted to do a little sponge right in front of Remeir. So he told him, in the Beis Merchatz, he said, he spoke and learned, you're not allowed to do sponge. Why aren't you allowed to do sponja? Because it's mashfei gumoise. You know, in those days, they had like uh, mud on the floor. So you're smoothing it out. What's wrong with smoothing it out? It's baina. So the guy says, Oh, I can't do sponja? Fine. Let me pour some nice smelling oil. So get rid of this disgusting smell here. going to pour some oil on the ground. So he says, Nope, can't do that either. Also, same problem. Alma fushimi isurushani. You're allowed to talk and learning if it's to prevent somebody from doing an avero. by You see from here, because Rebbe, as the Gemara is going to prove, was in the springs of tferiya, so you're not allowed to cook in the springs of tferiya. What would be the reason you're not allowed to cook in the springs of tferiya? Going back to what we said yesterday, remember we had the question, thumbs up, thumbs down. Daddy Kornbluth did thumbs up and down instead of sideways. Because Chamei Tveriah is fire. You have to hold the Chamei Tveriah is fire and that's why you're not allowed to cook with it on Shabbos. If you hold Chamei Tveriah is heated up by the sun, that would be a problem. That, that wouldn't be a problem. The story of Rebbe was after the so Sarashi says, because Reb Shub ben Levi, who said the Gzehra, lived in the time of Rebbe. So obviously in the time of Rebbe, there was a Gzera already. Where?